All right, so good afternoon, everybody. Um, this is Jarek, aka Jarisd. And I'm going to welcome y'all to a little tea time. Um, so before I start the show, um, I want to send a shout out to my sister, Oshana. Um, her birthday is today. So I wanted to send a shout out to my sister, Oshana. Let her know. Happy birthday. Um, I wish you a lot of love and um, a lot of blessings for your birthday today, sis. And um, you be blessed. Um, again, I wanted to publicize the next event that we're going to be doing with the pop-up shop November November the 20th at um, the Hive in Shreveport, Louisiana. Um, it's going to be from 1 to 6 p.m. And I will continue to, to talk more about that the closer that we get to that actual pop-up shop event. Um, so today's guest um, is one of the I want to say the owner and the creator of this organization um, out of the closet. I do not know if she's watching the show right now, but if she's ready, um, Emily, if you're ready, I definitely am about to try and bring you on. So let's see if we can get you on. Hey, Emily, are you actually watching the show right now? Because I'm trying to get you on the screen. And I don't know if you're on the screen right now. Um, let's see. Hey Emily, are you are you watching? Emily, are you there? Okay, let's try and get you in. Okay, I see that you're watching. So let's see if we can get you on the camera. Your viewers, no viewers to invite yet. Okay, so I guess the system is still trying to process that you're trying to come onto the actual show because it's not letting me bring you in until it shows that I have guests that are watching. Um. Hey, Emily, Emily, I need you to go to the bottom of your, well, because you're watching. 
Um, I need you to kind of keep a lookout for an invite. I'm trying to send you a guest request. And I'm going to see if it works, but it's kind of difficult to kind of bring people on when I do these shows. So let's see if we can try and get you on. So while I'm working to try and bring Emily on the camera, um, I definitely want to talk more about what she's doing with Out of the Closet. And I was excited because I met her a couple of weeks ago at an event that they were doing. And I asked her how would she feel about doing this show. And... She agreed to do the show, and I'm, and I, spend, I think we spent, we spent her name, E-M-I-L-Y, yeah, I'm not misspelling her name. Okay, because I got viewers, your viewers. No viewers yet to invite. We're going to keep trying. Okay. Because um, I love that we are having difficult, um, difficult, difficult technicalties to try and get your own in. Hey, Emily, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to see if you can um, can add yourself to the screen because it's not letting me add you on my end. Um, I need to see if you can try and add yourself because I, I tagged you in the actual post. So I want to see if you can kind of try and add yourself on your end to the actual post to, to come on the screen. I know that you're watching, Emily. Um, so I, I'm, I'm trying to work with trying to add you on my end. Trying now. Okay, cool. So while I'm, I'm waiting for Emily to try and come on, um, again, I want to reiterate that I'm going to be doing my next pop-up shop November the 20th at um, at The Hive um, from 1 o'clock to 6 p.m. And I um, definitely love for you guys to come out to support us as vendors at this particular next pop-up shop. Um, I'm very excited about it. And um, I definitely would love just to see some friendly faces, people that I know and love, and my royal readers and my tea timers who are watching at home. And if you've been reading the books, I definitely would love to have y'all come out to support us that particular day. Um, I will be doing the show there as well. So I definitely would love to have y'all come out. Um, I got to shout out Miss Latanya, who's actually hosting this actual pop-up shop. 
and um, I'm definitely looking forward to doing that pop-up shop as well. So, let's see. Okay. I'm just kind of waiting it out for Emily to, to come in a little bit. Okay, so M, it's not working on my end. Let me switch my internet over. Okay, cool. So while we're waiting on Emily, um, again, I just want to thank all of my royal readers for everyone who has been supporting um, my brand, which is Jarius Dion, to everyone who has been purchasing Coming Full Circle, um, Coming Full Circle to Marriage Money and Mayhem, um, my books of poetry, um, the Confessions of a Conceited Drummer King, and um, my second book of poetry, Catching Up With Me. Um, right now, I am still in the processes of writing Coming Full Circle 3, and my next book of poetry, um, which is going to be entitled Quarantine Quest. Um, and I'm very excited about these particular projects because... Um, they're becoming labors of love. And um, just these last five years have been ex been very exciting to just continue to do the work that I'm doing as an artist, um, to continue to let this brand continue to build and blossom and shine the way it has been building. To, and I, um, I'm very humble. I'm very humble and I'm very grateful that um I I have the opportunity to do everything that I'm doing. Um even for these shows that I do here on Facebook. Um I'm I'm very grateful that I have people willing to commit to do these. Um I think Emily is ready, so we're gonna try and add Emily now. Hey. Hey, I just switched it over to my phone. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So how's it going? Pretty good. I uh, just had a couple meetings today and then this one. So it's been a nice Monday. How about you? It's been a busy Monday, but got a lot done in a very short period of time. Um, I want to welcome you, Emily Hammond, to a little tea time with me, Jarek Thomas. Um, and I want to first thank you for taking out your time and just making yourself available to do the actual show today. Um, I met Emily at the Queer Port event a couple of weeks ago, and she is one of the founders of Out of the Closet. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to have you on my show where you could talk a little bit more about what it is that you do with your organization and let the people get more familiar with you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it kind of started, uh as just a little idea to do like clothing swaps and then donate extra clothes that we had at the end. 
but we're not really crazy about all the spots you can donate stuff to. I mean, we have Providence House, and that's great, but um, we're not big into Salvation Army and Goodwill for obvious reasons. Um, right. And this is not by any means like an idea that we completely came up with. There are plenty of community closets out there, but uh, it was just really important to have something like that in Shreveport. We have a growing que uh, queer community, and we just thought it was something that this community could really benefit from. So one of our main goals is to kind of bridge the gap between sp uh, spaces, especially in the South that don't have uh, community closets. So there's ones in like Baton Rouge and New Orleans and stuff like bigger cities, but we really want to be able to help kind of bridge that gap so that it doesn't just go, you know, hours between one available for that community. But um, the, mm. the basis of what we do is we're free donation-based community closet uh, focused on providing free clothing to the queer community um, and then just marginalized folks in general. So if you know anybody who needs clothes or you need some yourself, that term in need is very vague. So don't think, oh, I, I don't need any. I, I have money for food. But one of our main goals is just trying to make sure that fashion is accessible for everybody and money is not a factor in whether or not you get to just dress the way you feel, the way you want to look. So, but that's the kind yeah. of a little elevator pitch. I can go into a couple more things if you'd like, but. Yeah, let's, let's, let's dive in. Let's talk more about it. Cause that was the, when I wanted you to do the show, I wanted to, um, because I just literally found out about even the Queerport event mm -hmm. um, that, that I was actually able to be a part of. And then I found out about your organization. I was like, I didn't even know this organization existed. Yes, we are brand new, definitely in the grassroots movement. There's been talks of maybe actually turning it into a nonprofit filing for like the 501c3, but that's kind of in the near distant future. Currently it is just me, uh, Sam Norman, and we just had somebody else join EP. Um, and we're really excited about that. Uh, she's gonna help us out with some community outreach, getting permanent closets. We call them permanent closets. And basically it's a rack that people can show up to and just pull what they need without having to like speak to anybody. We wanna like make sure that even if you have anxiety about the situation, it's accessible to you. So yeah. one of the main spots we're trying to get them in is like health centers and then colleges and their student union buildings just because those are some areas where we know people are gonna be in need of help, but may not have the resources to know that it's out there for them. Yes, I know out at LSUS, they have a food pantry that they do out mm -hmm. there. So you may wanna definitely try and partner up with them mm -hmm. and see about them doing a permanent closet out there. So that would be a great look for them. Yeah. Um, you could try over at Bib C. Um, the, the local community colleges here in, within the city. Um, I'm a, um, a graduate from Southern University here in Shreveport, Louisiana. Um, so those those campuses here in our hometown will be very good to try and hit first. And um, definitely want to just make those connections mm -hmm. about setting up something there with those because those are the areas that we can definitely have some type of impact, even if it's just very small. Mm -hmm. And um, I was excited when I found out about what y'all do because I um, I have I, I literally went through my closet. I got all of my stuff mm -hmm. that I was going to bring out, but I have not made it out just yet, but I am definitely going to come. And um, I'm excited because I was like, okay, this is something that even me, mm -hmm. being a, a person of color who is gay, who is queer, um, I wanted to do my part because this is a community that I'm a part of. Mm -hmm. And... I felt like it was important that even though I just found out about the organization, any little bit helps. Yeah, absolutely. 
any little bit helps. And I want to continue to see what you guys are doing. I want to continue to see it grow. I want to continue to see it blossom mm -hmm. because it's important that our community, which is a very marginalized community here in, in Little Shreveport, um, I want to see us sticking up for each other. Uh-huh. And supporting one another. Is that your cat? Yes, he's very, very needy. Anytime I try and like teach online, he's constantly all over my computer. I just knock everything. Hey, baby. <laughs> I love pets. I'm a pet person. His name's Charlie. He's a really, really good cat. He just wants to be right in the middle of everything. If he would just sit in my lap, that'd be fine. Damn, baby. Right. But, but yeah, no, that's um, and originally we had started out with we wanted to really just focus on um, being a source of peace and just like a resource for like the trans community, just so that we could, you know, either help the queer community who are coming out of conservative households, going into college, getting to kind of finally wear what they want to wear, or just people who are like, you know, transitioning and need a full wardrobe that fits, you know, their identity. So that was like our main goal. And then where we you're like, well, there's just not a whole lot for just like the marginalized folks in this community in general. And honestly, we have a lot more people that want to donate than want to actually come and get something. So we've had to kind of put a pause on some accepting some donations, unless it was like specific things we needed, like plus size clothing and more masculine kind of clothing. But, um, but yeah, what we're finding is the community response has been incredible. Uh, everybody wants to help out. They want to be involved as much as they can. They want to donate clothing. So now we just really are focused on trying to actually get that clothing to the people who need it. So we do. Yeah. We have a couple of different avenues we do that. We have a storage unit that people can actually come and look through or volunteers can create like a box or a bag, kind of like stitch fix, send it off and then take back whatever doesn't fit. Um, people can come look through the storage unit. It's very organized. We had a team of incredible volunteers come and help organize just all the bags we had, hang it up, set, it, set all the little racks and stuff up. We've had people donate. And then we try and do like little pop-ups. That's where you met us was at Queerport, these little closet pop-ups. Mm -hmm. And the look on people's faces were like, no, 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 it's really free. Like, it's really free. If you tonight are like, man, I really would like just an outfit for this event I have coming up, but I don't need to buy it. I really should put food on my table. It goes from that to literally somebody who needs just every tiny bit of clothing. Like if you lost everything or completely just wardrobe revamp. So it's everything in between. And then our main goal is to try and get those permanent closets up because we can get clothing out of the storage unit and get it to people where there can be like an anxiety-free spot to just, you know, come grab what you need. Um, yeah. And I would definitely love to volunteer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, even if it's just because I'm, I do these shows and I don't know how often are the days that I will be booking these shows to have people on. But if I can just try and get at least one day a week, I would love to come and volunteer and, 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 put more of my time and my energy into mm -hmm. what I can do with you guys um, in any spot that y'all would need me to do or whatever I can do to lend just some of my time. Yeah. Yeah. We're actually, we're going to have a meeting um, this, I think it's, yeah, I think it's this coming week, end of the week. We're going to meet um, with one of our new team members to just kind of touch base on like the development side of things and the development side of things is like getting those permanent racks out. So, I mean, if you, yeah, if you want to, Come help out, get some help, get some racks at colleges. You mentioned you mentioned Southern University, and I just didn't have the best contact for them. I didn't know if they had a lot of the colleges. I was surprised to find actually had LGBTQI plus like organizations within the school, and that was refreshing. I don't know if they had that yeah. when I was in college, but um, I think that that's a good spot to start. But like 
fall school just kind of started up. So we're like, hey, y'all want to reach back out about those permanent rocks? So that's definitely an avenue we're trying to pursue. Yeah, I, I have a couple of um, contexts. Yeah. Being that I am a student from um, Southern University here in Shreveport. And um, I know some people that I can kind of contact with and see um, about how we can intermingle mm -hmm. and, and get this integrated with what we do and with what, what you do. And I would love to see how we can bring all of this together because you never necessarily know who's going to come through those doors. Yeah. And there's always a need that has to be met on some level. Mm -hmm. We just have to have the the resources available. Yeah. And um, I was so excited when I found out because I was like, I've never heard about anything like this in my life. I like it. Just it came up because I was visiting. Um, my sister in Memphis and her fiance at the time, she just needed a new wardrobe, was going through this change and wanted to just, you know, dress like she felt. And I was like, I have all these bins of clothes in my, in my car right now that I do not want to sell and I would rather just give to you. And so then me and Sam were sitting there and we're just like, you know, we could really just do this on a larger scale, do these little clothing swaps and then just donate the rest of it. And it just kind of birth from there and what we realized pretty quickly on is a lot of people want to help it's a lot more work than we thought it would be but it's just it's a learning process of like actually asking for the help reaching out and the more people we have joined the team the more we understand about the communities that we're trying to help so it's definitely always such a blessing to have just you know people from all walks of life come in and kind of help out and just give us their take you know um okay but yeah, no, Southern University, definitely, we would definitely like to get a closet out there. Right now we have one permanent closet and we have other colleges in the works. The one permanent closet we have is at uh, Agora Borealis and that one's doing pretty well. We find that there's a pretty good amount of clothing being taken just from people strolling by, seeing the sign and this door and just being like, you know, I actually could use a winter coat. It's starting to get pretty cold and just stopping in. But we don't want to just have one at like a boutique shop we'd like to really just expand that so there's talks of working with the philadelphia center health centers um homeless shelters but it's just finding the hands to actually you know get it going okay um i'm a, i'm actually about to pass on a message to someone right okay. now yeah well i mean what's hawking mm -hmm. letting them know i need him to catch my show mm-hmm so he can understand why I'm telling him to catch my show. Yeah. Have a little brief explanation. <laughs> I'll, I'll... Yeah, I want him just to catch the show so he can understand why I want him to catch it. So then once we speak, I let him know, look, the reason I want you to catch my show today because I want us to see how we can partner up with what you do at Out of the Closet and how we can shift that from just the universities that you know to the universities that we know. Yeah, absolutely. And that really hones in on that. One of our main goals, which is to be that network, to bridge those gaps where they exist. Yes. Oh, goodness. So I'm, I'm definitely shooting him a message right now. I just shot him a message and I'm gonna wait till he hits me back. Um, but I am very, very excited to see about what you um with what you're doing how long has it been since you started this actual movement i want to say we started um it was the corner block party um that was 
kind of right after COVID, people started getting their vaccinations. I'm not sure how long ago that was, maybe like five or something months ago, but maybe a little bit more. But it was a corner block party where we started taking uh, donations for the first time. We have like a little drive and the amount of clothing that people brought, like just nice, nice clothing. I mean, we had such an influx of just good clothing donations that we were able to even set aside an entire rack for, I don't know if you've heard of um, Q-Prom coming up. Uh, it's one of the, uh, one of the, it's not queer ports, but um, it's another one of these queer events that are just coming, that are just really, really valuable for the community. And it's basically a prom for people who didn't get to go with the dates that they actually wanted to in high school. I know that was a big deal. Like you can't, you couldn't really go with who you wanted to. So it's like, yeah, at prom. So we were able to set aside an entire rack full of like formal wear jackets, prom dresses and stuff that we had saved that come. Cool. So come December, if people want to go and they're like, but I really just want to dress like they should get the full prom experience. So just the outlets that this has opened up has been very hope inspiring. I feel like I know it sounds cheesy, but it's one of those things that kind of gets. Oh, me. no, no, I think that's cool because I went to my senior prom. Um, that I did not take a guy to my senior yeah. prom. I took one of my one of my closest friends. Shout out to Amber White, who was my my prom date, and um, and, and my other um my cousin mm -hmm. Rebecca for being my prom date <laughs> for the junior year, and then Amber for my senior year. So I did the experience. It's just my my after our experiences were different. Yes, but. Um, I, I would love to, to go to a queer prom. That, that sounds like that would be really cool. It was a lot. It was a lot of fun. Um, I don't think that they got to do it. Uh, I mean, obviously, because of COVID. So they did it one year. It was super, super fun getting to volunteer. That was like kind of dipping my toes in the queer community as it was emerging in Shreveport. And then just getting to work with JD and Queerport. And all this has just been a huge experience. And I just like since being in high school in Shreveport, I feel like it's a completely different community as far as, or maybe I just wasn't aware that that community existed, but I just know that there's so many activities due to the hard work of people like JD and the Ortiz wives and all that, just working together to make Shreveport just a safer, queerer space, you know? And I think that that's really beautiful to watch, really. Yeah, um, I'm, I met JD the day before the actual Queerport event. Very cool guy. And, um, I was I was actually more inspired by him because I have not met anyone like JD who's doing what he's doing. And I was like, how? I've been living in this, this city my entire life. How haven't I not met this guy? They're a huge inspiration, truly. Um, from Vessel Vintage to just getting to hang out with them and their partner uh, and then working on Queerport with that whole team has just been it's been really special. And I think I brought up in one of the meetings, I was like, hey, uh, can we have an out of the closet just pop up there? And they were like, of course, I, it was a given that you were coming. And I was like, okay, just want to make sure. <laughs> I didn't know where you would need me on that, but I knew that that was, I mean, ideally one of the best spots to have a little pop-up shop kind of thing, you know? Just yeah. let, let the kids that were showing up know that, hey, this exists. This is uh, a resource to you. Here's our Facebook page and our Instagram. Just hit us up if you ever need anything, so. Yeah. I don't know. I think uh, I think it's I think it's really cool that the youth could like come out and kind of just see that hey, you're not alone. I know you might feel kind of alone in this community, especially if you're like your lifestyle is not accepted. Um, who you are really is not if who you are is not accepted. Then you should just know that there's people out there that are here for you. So yeah, yeah. 
because my coming out was very different. I come from yeah. an African American home, and so I didn't have a lot of um, friends who were queer. Mm-hmm. And then the few friends that I did have were queer. Um, they were cool, mm-hmm. but we only saw each other only during like the school day. Yep. So it was cool to have someone to to identify with mm-hmm. at some point, but. Even the older we got, um, I would still try and remain friends with them. But then it was harder because we would move around. And then when you're kids, life is so different when you're a kid. Yeah. And um, it, it just it taught me to value who I was very early, to see how those friendships and, and, and even those relationships, how they change so much. And um, so once I found out about Queerport, I found out about Queerport like the actual week of the event mm-hmm. and then i was like okay i'm i didn't it wasn't the fact that i wanted to be a part of it mm-hmm. but i did not know how to at the at a short short, short period of time of me finding out and i was like okay i may not be able to be a vendor and i may not be able to come out and sell my books but mm-hmm. what can i do to support this event what can i do just to lend my energy to lend my time Mm-hmm. And so I said, I will volunteer my time. I will go down. I will help them set up. I will come yeah. and just be in the room. Yeah. And then the actual day of the event, when I was able to come, and then I met you guys, and I was like, what? It's eye-opening. <laughs> it, it, yeah. And so it just it made me just say, okay, Jared, there are actual people just like you. Mm-hmm. that you had to get out and find for yourself. And it wasn't a, a, a competition thing. It wasn't a thing of where we're trying to show each other up. Mm-hmm. It's a thing that we're all working together for a common bond, for a common goal amongst our own group of misrepresented people. And that sat down on me instantaneously. It sat down on me. I was like, okay, I got to be a part of this group. No matter how I got to do it, I have to be a part of it. And um, I, I, I got to thank you again just for doing my show because we, our community, because we are so marginalized, we do not get to see what we look like positively mm-hmm. because we get to see us when we're when someone's making fun of our community Uh or when someone is trashing us Uh or with um vantasha vantasha bell the transgender girl who was killed last year Um, like a lot of that stuff just started to set in on me like okay jared this is bigger than you yeah it's bigger than you and i developed a um a, a level of empathy and compassion more for my community because I didn't realize like, okay, you're just not a black gay guy. Yeah. There you you actually have a community within a community. You have a home. And I um I I, I cherish that. I cherished that day. Even just being at the event that day. I felt awkward because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. But I, I was so happy to be in the room. I was so happy to take in the the the, the people that were there, the the things that I learned, the mm-hmm. artists that I met, and and I had 
such a different respect for what we do now. Yeah. That it just showed me like, okay, it's not always just about who you're with. It's yeah. that's not about who you with. You're a person. We're human beings. Yeah. We have souls that are are very varied and bright and we can do something positive, not just for us, but for everyone when we all come together as a collective and so i i definitely cherished it and i'm looking forward to next year's queer port yeah absolutely um yeah no that that representation i mean i don't have to tell you that representation is so important i mean you even said like the one gay friend that you had kept up with for so long because that was such an important connection to make and I don't know. It's just, I hope you were able to see, uh, shout out to Blanca Coloco, uh, that performance was really beautiful. Did you get to see any of the singers? No, I didn't. Um, we had a family event that same day. But you were able to look My, up and see it existed. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely was there, but um, that same day, my sister got engaged. Oh, wow. Congratulations, sister. <laughs> so... I, I went to help them with that, and it was a fam it, it was a very big family day. Yeah. But my goal was to definitely make sure that I was coming out to the actual event. Mm -hmm. And um, I did a lot of networking that day. I met some beautiful people. Mm -hmm. I met some beautiful people, and um, I I just I definitely cherish it. I cherish every bit of it, and um. Even now that we're having a conversation, I'm, I'm getting a little emotional <laughs> because I didn't realize, like, like Dude. we matter. Yeah. It's like it's giving me chills. It's just like when you find a home, like, we have our own individual families. Yeah. Like, we have our mother and father and our brothers and sisters. But if they're not in the space that we are in, if they're not who we are, then we have to find spaces that we relate and we have to find people who relate to us, who understands the language that we speak, who understands the feelings that we have, who understands what, what it is just to be queer. Yeah. And there's something to be said for that. Just overwhelming warmth. You kind of feel in a space like that, where, you know, it is a safe space. You're surrounded by people who, know you understand you and love you and even if they don't they're there to say i want to i want to be a part of this i want to learn i want to see just like what this world i want to support this this community yes. within a community and uh the the very first queer port i went to i mean there were moments where i just could not the chills i just could not get rid of them i just felt like such a very beautiful space to be in. I felt very lucky to be a part of that first one and just see everyone come out it was a very family oriented event there were kids there with their parents and stuff and i just thought that that was really beautiful i don't know but um i'm glad we got to come back and do it in person uh jd threw a hell of an online virtual mm -hmm. support but it was really nice to be able to just see everybody in person especially that door getting to ride on that door for some reason was just so cathartic yeah. <laughs> just a good little yeah. thing you know right little love, love notes to the rest of the people showing up but but I'm yes. glad you were able to, I'm so glad you were able to just find out about it in an instant and then be able to come for a little while. I'm sure you got to go to your engagement stuff, very just on cloud nine, already in a great mood. <laughs> Cause I, when I went, I was telling my mom, I was like, I just found out about this event. And I was trying to, I was trying to come back. Mm -hmm. I was going to come back that evening, 
but the engagement situation kind of just ran over was I while I was not able to come back but I was definitely going to try and come back I just did not know that um that we were going to just run over oh you have but I was just I was just so happy that I met the people that I did meet. I was so happy that I made those connections that day. And even now, just have you on my show. As a result of me just coming to the event that actual day. Um, thank you again. Yeah, absolutely. These connections, the other connections lead to finding different areas of the community that you can reach out to on both ends. Like, I don't know everybody else's world. I don't claim to. It's really important to be able to you know, reach a community that, though I might not be a part of, but I want to be able to help understand and to be able to help, you know, reach out to as well. I just think that, like, one person connects to one person, that person connects to another three people, and, like, that's, it's very valuable, especially in this community, like, to let people know that you're not pigeonholed. These resources are available. They do exist, but we need to know, like, there's this concept of, like, the knowledge gap where we don't know what we don't know until we're very aware of not knowing it, like, being able to say, okay, well, I didn't even know they had a student union uh, based around like queer issues at this school. Like just bridging that knowledge gap, I think is the beginning steps of just really making Shreveport, I mean, a more accepting place for everybody. Definitely. Um, if you have some information where people will be able to come out to those actual places to find the yeah. wardrobe, Yes, yeah, so you can either message um, our Out of the Closet page, the little profile picture is a hanger. We also have an Instagram you can message. Um, and then if you can't find any of those pages, feel free to just message me on Facebook and I'll help set up the time for you to either come out or just put together a bag of clothing for you. Or, and this is a big one, we've had a lot of people reach out for other people and that's perfect. If somebody is very nervous or they're afraid of just like that whole process, if you've got some friend, just ask them, hey, can I set this up for you? Can I do this for you? And you can be that go-between, but, but yeah, just message my Facebook or the Out of the Closet Facebook, um, and then the Instagram, whatever way you can find us will help point you in the right direction. Yeah, I'm gonna add y'all on my Instagram, because so, I have two separate accounts on Instagram, and I'm gonna add y'all on both of those accounts okay. today where I have the connection in the case that someone else needs it. Um, and again, again, I have to thank you so much for doing the show today. Oh, that's um, I just found you. Just found you. Nice. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm adding it like literally as we speak on both of my, yeah. my, my profiles. Pop up and I was like, oh, okay. now I know to follow you. And um, anything I can do, anything that I can do, if it's um, within my time and I can yeah. definitely work within that time I would love to help you guys as much as I can and lend my energy and my support as much as I can I will message you about that meeting that we're gonna have this week and see if you'd like to come um, but other than that I mean this is just a huge start like I know you keep saying thank you for being on your show but thank you for having me this is any way I can get the word out there and any way we can get the word out there me and Sam just really greatly appreciate it I'm sorry she wasn't able to be here today when the times kind of swap but we are very very grateful for opportunities like this yes um, yes yes but yeah so i'll send you those meeting details so um do you have any events or anything like that that you would like to talk about that you have in the works i know that you were saying about queer prom mm -hmm. that is going to be in december um we have to get with them on the uh logistics of kind of 
setting up times where people can show up to the uh, storage unit or maybe setting up a rack somewhere around town where people can just show up and grab stuff. We're going to get with them on the logistics of that, but be on the lookout on our Facebook page for that. And then if you have, if anybody has an event where they're like, hey, we could really use like some queer representation here or just, you know, I think it's a good spot to get the word out there. Let us know. We'd be happy to bring a couple of racks and a little pop-up stuff. So just uh, keep your eyes peeled. That's one of the things that we're kind of looking for now is, okay, what events does it make sense to have this rack out there and which ones do we need to actually get out to? So yes, but, yes, I would definitely do my best. I would yeah. definitely do my best. And even if it's an event that I have to put together to get you guys out there, um, I would definitely try my hardest and I would do my due diligence. But thank you so much again, Miss Emily Hammond, for being here with a little tea time. And before I go, you guys, I always say it every single time. Let's remember to be great on purpose, not on accident. The future is now. Until the next show on a little tea time, this is Jarek, a.k.a. D, your favorite published author telling y'all to be great, be safe, and be well. Thank you again, Emily. Yes, of course. That was great, Jarek. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> and I will definitely be in touch. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey mom, I love you. Um happy birthday to my sister Shana again. You guys